0: As you do that, you will get better results, you'll make more money, and you'll have more clients coming to you. Hi, I'm Scott Schuette.
1: And I'm Dr. Janine Steister.
0: Welcome to Becoming the Ultimate Coach, with the jock and the doc. We are here to disrupt some of the current thinking around how the fitness industry approaches clients. Our goal is to educate and inspire fitness professionals to get the results, income, hours, and career that they want and deserve.
1: Our combined experience and education in education and psychology and fitness create a new insight on ways to become the ultimate coach.
0: Welcome to Becoming the Ultimate Coach. I'm the Jock. This is the Doc. And today we're going to be talking about coaching on the floor versus coaching for their overall fitness goals. And so just to kind of clarify that, when, when we're a personal trainer and we're a coach and we're working with someone on the floor, we are coaching, we are training people on exercises. And we need to be sure that we are clear on just sticking primarily to that now as this next level coach is becoming the ultimate coach what we talk a lot about is we talk about coaching people also on their overall fitness goals we're going to talk about everything that they're doing outside the gym because so many people that come to us they're looking to lose weight they're looking to be healthier they're looking to feel better these things need to be addressed not just inside the gym on the floor but also outside the gym too we need to be looking at their sleep their stress their relationships you know all these different issues their nutrition and we need to have the time and space to go over these. Because on the floor, I'll see two types of clients. One, it's the client that's in pretty good shape, likes to be pushed. So I'm pushing this person pretty hard. And and they are tired between sets. And if I try to dig into like what's holding them back on the weekends from them ultimately losing the weight, like they're not gonna have the capacity to do that. I also have these people and I would say they're just not coming with a good solid foundation of movement and they don't understand how their body moves so cognitively they're trying to figure out this body weight squat and they're just you know okay my hips go back my knees go forward I'm trying to keep my chest out I'm trying to feel like I'm sitting in a chair and like they can't think beyond that like most of my clients if we do a circuit of four exercises they can't remember the four exercises we did so if I go into detail of like you know, their, their mindset, their nutrition, their supplementation, their sleep, all these different things, they're going to retain nothing and we are not going to accomplish anything. So a lot we're going to get into today is, is separating this coaching that we are doing on the floor versus having this separate time and space really to dive in, to get into to coaching this person on their overall fitness journey.
1: And for those of you that like models or uh, schemas to kind of wrap your head around this, um, there's a couple I'll highlight. So one of them is this notion of human performance in general, which we're all interested in, is really, you know, and the research has generally kind of identified like four key areas, right? So we have the physical, which is what Scott was just talking about, on the floor. Then we have the cognitive part. We have the emotional part. Um, we also have these uh, the social part in addition to all this physical and so where are we addressing all of those and so to Scott's point is those we need to really be addressing off the floor so that people can actually learn and I think Scott did a great job illustrating how people are trying to remember their sets and their reps and all of those things while they're on the floor and they're learning. And what well, we know from motor planning that we have three phases, cognitive, associate, and autonomous. So cognitive is I'm gathering information. What do you want me to do? Where am I supposed to put this limb and that limb? Associative is I'm starting to learn small steps and in increasing and performing that. And autonomous is like, oh, I know what you want with that exercise. I can just do it like, yeah, I don't have to think about it. Kind of like a lot of us with driving. You know, if you think about when you first started driving, what a cognitive load that was. And now we probably half of us don't even remember getting into our car and Getting where we're going because we're thinking about all these other things. So, the same thing happens when we're trying to work with our clients on lifestyle changes, nutrition, um, how they're spending their time, um, and getting more movement outside the house or outside the gym, all of those types of things. And so, we can use those same principles that we know about motor planning. For these areas so cognitive is I'm gathering a bunch of information so a lot of times your clients have come in and you I know you've had these conversations with them where oh, I was reading on the internet or I saw on this morning show or those kind of things so they're gathering all of this information and so if you're talking with them about all of those things while they're at the same time either cognitive or associate mode for motor planning way too much stuff's going on there and they're not able to retain it or sort through it and what we want to do is give them information and then meet with them regularly to get to that autonomous so yes yeah yes there's keto and there's drinking more water and there's infrared saunas and there's all of these things yes you got all of this information now let me help you focus and pick a couple of things so we can move to the autonomous so let's pick two things we're going to increase our protein and, and drink more water so yes you have all this other information we'll get there but let's build on these things first and by having that time off the floor to do that it allows people then to reinforce it on the floor. And eventually what we want to do with all the different behavior changes that people want to execute in their life, we want to get to that point where it's autonomous. It's just part of my lifestyle to drink more water. And once I've got that down and it's part of my lifestyle it's just to be more conscientious about my protein, so I'm going from that, um, that associate to the autonomous, Now I can start to add more things. So imagine trying to do all of that on the floor while we're also working through that same process on the motor planning.
0: Yeah, so some of you might be thinking of like, what does off the floor mean? What does that look like? Or how do I do that? Um, So how we do it at My Gym is we have two separate rooms that our trainers can meet one on one and have a private conversation with his clients. Because that's the other thing too, on the floor, like you might be getting on some of these things that's holding people back and, and, and people, if you want them to be open and honest and share what's really going on, like they can't do it with seven other people working out around them. They're not going to feel safe and comfortable in that situation. So having that space now, some people, uh, depending on schedule, depending on where they live, like we do it over the phone too. It just, Typically a 15-minute time where we are going over their goals, we are going over what you know, replacements we're working on, what's holding them back, and the strategies to do for that. So it's very common in our industry to have that you know, initial console where we're like, all right, what are your goals, you know, what's your past history with like moving or injuries, or supplementation, all these different things. But I feel like where we miss the, really miss the mark is like we don't have any follow-ups with that. It's like on the floor where it's just kind of a side note of like, hey, you know that goal thing that we talked about you know, three months ago? Like how's that coming along? So we set it up of like our current members, like everyone that we'll meet with on a monthly basis to, to reestablish that. Um, some people that really need a lot of guidance will meet with weekly to make sure that they're getting this down. So what's, what's also unique about this too is not only does it get better results for the clients that I'm, I'm working with on the floor, is I get people from all over with different wants and needs from what they're doing training wise, just to work with me on this. Like I have people that will, you know, I'm just calling because they, they, they moved away. Um, I have people that are driving in for several hours that we just meet every six weeks to go over this. I have people that love doing some sort of other training, like they're doing CrossFit or they're doing marathon training, whatever, but they don't have anybody else that they know that can sit down and go over all these different facets of their overall fitness. Um, so this not only helps you get better results with your clients, but helps you stand out and make more money, which ultimately is a great trifecta of being a trainer or a gym owner.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And 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 sometimes it's the thought um, that people have is like, okay, yeah, we do talk about all this stuff on the floor with my clients. It'd be great to have this separate room, mm-hmm. but how do I tell my clients that? How do I even... And again, that's where that human performance model, and that's why I kind of mm-hmm. mentioned it before. If you can remind people like, hey, you want to do this marathon or you want to be able to pick up your grandchildren and be more active and things like that. And for all of these things to happen and for you to be optimizing who you are and your performance, we we have the physical, but let's also talk about some of the other things, the socialization, the other things that are behaviors that you want to have or that we need to adjust a little bit towards your um, ultimate goal. So sometimes it helps just to remind people that you understand there's more, uh, more to them than just that physical part and you're there to, to, to be a guide. You don't have all the answers, but the, you're there to be a guide to support them on all those and help them remember how they all connect. Because a lot of times, our brains are really good at discreet, making things discrete things. I'm doing my workout and then I'm doing this and I'm doing that and not understanding how they're linked and how that's linked to your health and fitness.
0: And what we dive a lot into, if you've listened to our, our past stuff, if you've gone through our education uh, platform, is it's a lot of the psychology. It's all about um, figuring out habits. It's a lot of this behavior change, which is becoming very popular in this industry. We've been to a bunch of conferences recently where people are touching on it. We, we're seeing a lot of the, the main certifications. They're making this a part of, of this. this um, uh, it's, it's very important. But what we feel like the part that's missing is they're still showing people to do this on the floor which is very difficult for the, the many reasons that we talked about before in the sense of the privacy and the, the people to um, just to attain and keep that information to use it again. Um, so it's, it's very important to, to figure out a way in your business or in your practice of, of where can you separate time to have these conversations. And it's amazing how much uh, better results you can get with your clients when you when you make these this adjustment.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and again, Your clients are hearing about it in different ways, through marketing, we're seeing it more in commercials, and um, even different traditional weight loss or diet kind of things are starting to use those buzzwords. But again, it's it's like that initial cognitive phase, like they're just gathering all this information, but they're not necessarily even clear how, how does one execute that. Or behavior change, especially when you're an adult, some people say like, I don't want somebody else managing my behavior. So again, you framing it just as, hey, you have these goals, Let me truly help you reach those by thinking about more than what we're doing on the floor, which is important, the physical aspect. And so it's just another way to think about it, but know that your clients are hearing about this, they're exploring it, and you have this amazing opportunity to be that guide that helps them sort of focus on this, um, cut out all the distracting parts, and really understand how it applies to them.
0: And the way we we talk about with like the coaches at my gym of, of how to do this, this doesn't mean you can't have Um, reinforcements of some of these conversations on the floor. Like if I'm coaching on the floor and we're doing training, I'm like, Hey, you know, like last week we talked about implementing the strategy. How's that going? Like you can still touch on these and reinforce and kind of go over, but to really dive deep to figure out the strategies and the barriers for this, like it's very tough on that. So just to recap, uh, to really start to think about your, your coaching on the floor and your coaching their overall fitness and how those two can separate how can you work this into your business model of having that separate time to either jump on a call with them or have a place to meet with them one-on-one and more of a private situation where you can really dive deep into that and then how does that fit into your model because you do that you will get better results you'll make more money and you'll have more clients coming to you so until next time